Hey guys, welcome back to the Absolutely ADHD podcast. Today, Sam and I are going to be talking about executive functioning skills and what that actually means, and also discussing some strategies and tips to better manage it. Thank you so much for being here, and I hope you like this episode. So today we're going to talk about executive function, and to be completely honest with you, I really don't know what that means. I was thinking about explaining this on the podcast, and here, here's why it's so confusing. This is actually really funny. I was listening to an interview with, I'm going to talk about Dr. Russell Barkley a lot. He's kind of the leading researcher for ADHD, mm-hmm. and he was doing an interview, and he said there's like 25 used definitions for executive function shut up 25 but you want me to read I'll tap out after three (laughs) like so that's why it's so confusing because it's just it's like this widely used term but no one's really defining it or talking about what exactly it is in an easy to understand way you know okay so if you had to combine 25 definitions into something that we can understand in 15 minutes, what would that be? So, That's a big ask. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm ready. Um, okay. So first, self-regulation. This is our ability to internally manage our behaviors, our emotions, to change some type of outcome. So it's a self-directed behavior. So it's anything we're doing in our mind to carry out a behavior. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, and I was even thinking about that today. I have an endless monologue going on in my head all the time. And I didn't even realize that other people don't have that. Like, I just thought that was normal to be so crowded out by your own thoughts. And so I totally get that where, you know, it's every activity that I do. And sometimes it's not always, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. Sometimes the thoughts literally have nothing to do with anything. And it makes it really difficult to complete the task. It totally does. And so when we self-regulate, the way that we self-regulate is through executive functioning skills. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So now I'll talk about executive functioning skills. Our ability to self-regulate, how do we do that? We do that through executive functioning skills. Got it. So ADHD is difficulty with self-regulation. So it is a deficit in executive functioning skills. We have difficulty with this certain set of executive functioning skills. Now I see why this is the first like big episode. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense why you would choose this topic then. You know, oh, oh yeah, it's like the umbrella. We use executive functioning skills for planning, for organizing, for managing our emotions, for impulse control. Ah, all the time, things I am not good at. <laughs> for time management, all that stuff. So overall, um, ADHD is a difficulty with those executive functioning skills. Here is the wild thing. Uh, the part of our brain that is in charge of executive functioning skills is delayed 30% compared to someone without ADHD. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? That's so unfair. (laughs) (laughs) Can they like give us some? (laughs) I know. (laughs) You know, when you were listing all of those things that are impacted by that 30% delay, I was thinking if I were rich, oh God, my impulse control would be terrible like the only thing that stops me 
from buying everything all the time is the fact that I physically do not have the money, which is a pretty hard stop. Physically yeah. do not walk into a store and leave with the item unless I want to go to jail. So I mean, exactly. that sucks. And then there's that type of impulsivity, but then also even at a more basic level, it takes impulse control. You know how we, you, you were talking about all those thoughts we have all the time? Yeah. It takes impulse control to say like, no, I'm going to pause that thought and deal with it later. That impulse control for us is weak. So we let all those thoughts in. We give into those thoughts, those other things, those tasks. And then that's why it's hard to just manage what we're doing. I didn't even know that I could stop those thoughts that's what's so wild about this so like these skills these executive functioning skills that I'm talking about other people do this without ADHD other people do that in their heads automatically like mentally so this is stuff that our brain is having a significant challenge with doing oh my god (laughs) that is so unfair but like it kind of doesn't it kind of help like make sense yeah I mean you know there's that quote that's like the truth will set you free but first it'll piss you off type (laughs) of thing I don't know if that's an actual quote or not I heard that on Ted Lasso so and it (laughs) I mean it made so much sense and it really makes so much sense now because I'm just like thinking back to all of the times when I just wish that my mind would shut up and you know it comes back the thing I struggle with the most with that is like dating and stuff. Dating now at our age with our access to technology and everything, it's like so not easy. Oh, That's like, I feel like the most <laughs> obvious thing I've ever said. But like impulse control and those racing thoughts, like it really affects my ability to like date, not go on dates and have dates, but like that alone time. When you're so like, did I say the right thing? Did I wear the right thing? I showed up with my hair wet. Was that a terrible idea? Like, you know, I don't want to be, I don't, I want to be low maintenance, but you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. It's just kind of like, I don't know. We should actually do a whole episode on dating because the challenge. Yeah. I would love to know if people would be interested in that. I would. <laughs> I like that would be like a 30 I mean, yeah. hour episode. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to condense that one to, to 15 minutes, but we can try our best. And then I worry that most of it would just be really embarrassing for us. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's really what, no, it is. It's good. Yeah. That's- like, what if I say something and then you're like, that actually has nothing to do with ADHD. <laughs> I'm like, it's just a personality. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so the main thing about this, all this like executive functioning is that we know what we want to do. We know what we have to do, but that implementation piece and carrying it out is so difficult for people with ADHD. And that is just, it's so hard. I think this is why a lot of, a lot of us are like frustrated with ourselves or annoyed at ourselves at our habits, because just knowing what we want to do isn't the issue. We know what we have to do. It's really yeah. that ability to carry it out. And, you know, and then if you want to call in all of the other things that people deal with, like for me, you know, when I get into big phases of depression, which, you know, they happen sometimes and it cycles in and out. And it's something that I've always dealt with small things, like even brushing my teeth, which yeah. sounds so gross. And I know that I should, and I do most of the time. I, <laughs> I admit there's a couple of times where I haven't. But it's like, I know 
the place that I want to be. And I see the bridge that I need to cross, but I cannot get myself to take the step. And I, it's, it's debilitating sometimes. Yeah, no, it is. And that, so whatever we're experiencing, whatever is in front of us is all we see. So I'm kind of learning more that that's about like the way that ADHDers perceive time and everything. This is why, like, I know, I know, sorry, I need to, I keep reacting. I mean, you're reading my facial expressions. You guys can't see my facial expressions, but I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) How we perceive time is really, really impaired. And it's very like out of sight, out of mind. So whatever we're experiencing in that moment is kind of what takes over. So we can't identify with the version of ourselves that like is done brushing our teeth or is done with the task. Does that make sense? That makes so much sense. Like I can't even see the gratification of, I know that if I brush my teeth, I'll feel better that I brush my teeth. All I can think about is I know that I need to brush my teeth. Out of sight, out of mind is really significant for us. And I'm going to be bringing that up a lot. I mean, for me personally, not that anyone asked, I'm going through a move right now. So I just moved to a new city. Alana is very aware of this because it's pretty much all I talk about, but I'm going through this huge life transition. And I mean, correct me if this doesn't really have anything to do with what we're talking about, but for me living in this space, I can't understand anything outside of it. So everyone says, oh, it'll get better. It'll get better. I just don't see how that's possible. And I know it's like, logically, I'm sure it can, you know, and I'm sure it will because I've been through phases of my life that I don't love. And I always come out of it and I move on to something else, but I'm living this incredibly viscerally painful situation and overwhelming for you and I can't seem to airlift myself out of it and that's not the same as not having perspective like I have perspective I understand that it could get better and that it will but I just can't there's a disconnect there there is and it's like seeing past being as overwhelmed as you are. Like that's so, it's so impossible. The amount of, I mean, executive function that's required for moving is just sounds terrible. You know how much I hate moving. The thought of moving makes me want to die. Oh my God. Yeah. It's terrible. It's so stressful. So I think a lot of our listeners would probably resonate with that just extreme overwhelm and, you know, not being able to kind of work through that. When we are going through those really stressful, overwhelming times, like how do we pinpoint, you know, it's so hard. There's so much going on at once. I know. Okay. Of course we can have like future episodes if, you know, you guys are more interested in this, but off the top of your head, knowing the general population of people that struggle with ADHD, what would you suggest? We have to recognize that like what other people can do internally or automatically, like we're having difficulty with it. Right. So first thing awareness, you know, what exactly do we struggle with personally and where do we need to kind of build in extra supports that are outside of our brain? My my working memory might be extremely, extremely impaired. And then someone else's working memory might be totally fine. And then same with impulse control, right? It's so different and specific for everyone. Mm -hmm. So overall people with ADHD have difficulty with executive functions, but what that looks like on an individual basis looks a little bit different. So if memory is really significant, we're talking visual reminders, time clocks right in front of us, reminders on our watch, reminders on our 
um, you know, computers. And that's just one example, of course. My working memory is terrible. Terrible. Well, and that's the thing. Like, we feel so guilty and it's- Makes me feel stupid, honestly. Like, I feel within all of this, especially in executive function, the problem is that I'm not trying hard enough. Well, and that's the thing. And because we've also have times where we are able to do these things and other times where we're not, I think sometimes that does contribute to us feeling like maybe we are lazy or maybe we are incapable of doing this thing. It's like, no, that's you know not the case at all. I want to emphasize while these executive functioning challenges are there, people with ADHD, I swear we have such heightened ability to think in different ways to think creatively, to problem solve, like, as we just have this heightened intuition. This is one of the coolest things about being an ADHD coach is like, I get to see all the different strengths and like unique creative abilities of so many people with ADHD. Like Sam, the way that you can like make things sound good, like with words, like that's so, <laughs> like, you're editing and you're like, you're so talented in that way and articulate and it's just so cool and I don't know there's so many cool things you know it's funny because that's like an an innate ability like it's just easy for me and in the same vein that we were talking about where it's like I didn't even know people didn't have a stream of consciousness going in their head I didn't know that it wasn't easy for some people you know like And it's a really nice thought because it makes me realize that, yeah, there's some stuff that's hard for me that I didn't know other people don't struggle with. And that feels really unfair, you know, but then there's stuff that I'm really good at that I didn't know that other people weren't really good at. And I know that sounds like obvious, but it's not. It's not. And it's this heightened ability and this heightened way of thinking that I think only people with ADHD have. And it's just so interesting. So We want to find out like which executive functioning challenges are getting in the way of that and getting in the way of us accessing those strengths that we have, you know? Yeah. I guess like a good thing is to just, you know, take a day and go through your normal day and then, you know, really like write it all down and ask yourself, you know, which now knowing a little bit more about executive functions and working on identifying those things. And also I just want to reiterate Actually, I don't think I've ever iterated this. So I just want to say that for some people that looks like therapy, for some people that looks like medication, and for some people that looks like neither of those things. You know, I mean, there's a world of people out there that are coming out of the woodwork so much like Alana did that are trying to help us with these things because I think, you know, the more we're realizing that this is such a widespread issue you know, the more creative solutions there are. That was so well said because yeah, we're all in, I think, different stages too of our journey and like awareness and understanding this stuff. And um, the first thing is really just looking inwards, but like not in a judgmental way, like seeing, you know, it's not something that, you know, we suck at. It's just something that if we have difficulty with, how can we build more supports to help? And so when I talk about, you know, regulation, like a lot of ADHD management is minimizing the amount of regulation needed. So what that looks like is like, we want to minimize steps. We want to make processes a little bit easier. Accountability is huge. We're going to talk about this so much, but adding that other additional level of accountability, 
whatever that looks like. So maybe that looks like we're talking about something with a friend. Maybe we're writing it down. The whole goal is to externalize these things. And what I mean by that is stop leaving it up to our brains to just do all the work and like <laughs> out into the world, right? Like out into a book, out into maybe yeah. therapy, into, you know, journaling thoughts, all that stuff. Or we even had this idea to do this podcast. And even before Alana, you know, took those steps to start her business, you know, she was always telling me, I need, you know, tell me what your goals are. And then you can be accountable to me. Like, I feel like this has been such a huge cornerstone of our friendship, even before we had a name for it. And I mean, I know that we are lucky because we have each other and such a strong foundation. Like there's really nothing that I could tell you that I would be embarrassed about. And I know that like, you know, a lot of people don't have that support system, but you don't also need to rely on other people. I mean, you're so right. That's what lists were created for. That's why there's books. That's why there's sticky notes. That's why there's, you know, voice reminders and utilize the skills that you learned in school, you know, like with studying and, you know, no one expects you to remember everything all the time. Totally. And I love that you said that because think this is huge. Look at what is typically done for kids with ADHD. There's little aspects in that, that, that still work. We just have to implement them for ourselves as adults, which looks different than when we're, you know, kids and having other people doing it for us. Yeah. And I think a huge thing about therapy is like inner child work and learning to treat yourself with the kindness that you would treat a child with. And I think that can like help so many areas of my life, you know, not only with those racing thoughts and my inability to control them, but like being healthy, both mentally and physically. Like I would never, if I had a child, I would never let her sit on the couch by herself for 12 hours, eating no protein, no vegetables, not going outside, not drinking water. You know, that would be a non-negotiable, but sometimes for me, I'm like, that's fine. It's not a big deal, but it is a big deal. A lot of us are super hard on ourselves, right? So I think picturing that like younger version of ourselves, I, I do that all the time. I love that. Like when I'm saying something about myself, I'm like, oh, that was so stupid. Why'd you do that? Like just picture a little Alana and I'm like, she doesn't deserve that. My God, you know, I actually, um, you've seen my phone background. It's a photo of myself when I was seven. Like a lot of times when I feel that urge, to feel stupid because I didn't know that people with ADHD struggle with executive function. I look at my phone and I'm like, if I'm going to say it to myself, I got to say it to that girl. And I was cute, dude. I used to be so cute. Oh my gosh. You're so cute. I have to do a whole nother episode on like self-talk, but like vision boards with ADHD years is really good. But what you said about having that picture of your younger self on your phone, I've heard people do that to just that reminder and it at least adds another level of like should I be saying this to myself or not just really like whatever works for us to kind of improve that self-awareness and the last thing my last tip overall is like trial and error be open to trying different things if it doesn't work again it doesn't help to be adding judgment to ourselves we don't deserve that we have to just see what's working what needs you know changes and just trying to do it better the next time around. You know, that's such a good reminder to the ADHD community as a whole, because I know that we struggle with not starting something unless it's perfect. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, oh, I want to do this, but I know I won't be very good at it. So I don't want to start it knowing that I'm going to not be good at it. And it's not going to be helpful, you know, but the only thing that's worse than doing something wrong is not doing something at all. 
Totally. Or our, when we're worried about our ability to follow through, it's the same exact thing. Yeah. You know, a little bit with this podcast, like there was a lot of going around and granted some of that planning is necessary in order to have good content, you know, and create a meaningful community. But some of it is also like, we knew that that first episode wasn't going to be our perfect episode. Yeah. It makes it really hard to put that out there. And it also kind of goes back to that whole, like, once you've taken, like, once you've started moving, it is so much easier to keep moving, but it's so difficult to start from a stopped place. Boom. That was so good because that's literally our next episode's all about momentum. I think that, you know, all of these topics bleed into each other. And that's why Alana and I keep saying, oh, we'll have to spend a whole nother episode on that. <laughs> I know you say that every time, it's but so um, we can definitely do so. We have to do a lot more episodes on executive function. I think it would even be great to split them up, like one on yeah. one on working memory, all that stuff. So I would really love that, honestly. And again, I'm learning all of this with you guys. So if there's anything that you learned that you didn't know before I consider it a success. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys so much for listening and I hope you have a good week. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at absolutely.adhd and don't forget to download, subscribe, and tell us what you want to hear more about. Thank you guys so much for your support and I hope you have an awesome week. Thank you.